Bismillah, Bismillah, Alhamdulillah, wa salatu wa salam ala Rasulillah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. So today, inshallah ta'ala, we are covering the name of Allah, or the names of Allah, Al-Ghafir, Al-Ghaffar, and Al-Ghafur. So these are three names of Allah. Al-Ghafir uh, could be translated as the forgiver. Al-Ghaffar could be the one who forgives over and over and over again. It's a hyperbolized form highlighting repetition. And Al-Ghafur is also a hyperbolized form. One is on the fa'al pattern, this one's on the fa'ul pattern. Ghafur is implying what? The one who forgives huge sins. The one who forgives huge sins. So, subhanAllah, Allah Ta'ala lets us know throughout the Qur'an that he forgives. And I've heard some interpret that al-ghafir means that this is something that is expedient, something that is natural, something that, that is you know, uh, uh, easy for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So it's something that is easy and natural, and then furthermore, even if it happens over and over and over again, and then the third one being, and even if the sin is huge. In all circumstances, subhanAllah, so long as you are willing to keep turning back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in repentance and asking Allah ta'ala for forgiveness, recognizing that you did wrong, having the humility to admit your mistake, and uh, knowing that Allah ta'ala can forgive, then subhanAllah, Allah's mercy is open. This, the, the, these three names of Allah coming from the uh, root verb, غَفَرَ يَغْفِرُ غَفْرًا or مَغْفِرَةً or غُفْرَانًا So it has three uh, masadir or you know, masdars, uh, infinitives, which means, this verb means either to forgive or to cover or to store something. And the implication here is that Allah forgives you and He covers over your sins. He covers it over with mercy and blots it out. Uh, Al-Ghafir is the name of Allah that is mentioned, you could say once or twice in the Qur'an. And the reason I mention that is because one time it's very clear, Allah Ta'ala says, غَافِرُ الذَّنْبِ وَقَابِلِ التَّوْبِ شَدِيدِ الْعِقَابِ ذِي This is at the beginning of Surah Ghafir itself, uh, in which Allah Ta'ala says that He is the forgiver of sins, the acceptor of repentance, and He is severe in punishment and the owner of abundance. So, uh, subhanAllah, very, very beautiful ayah right at the beginning introducing the surah uh, that Allah Ta'ala is غَافِرُ الذَّنْبِ The one who forgives sins. Now, the reason why the second ayah is a little bit more questionable, or I shouldn't say questionable, but like a little bit more, you could say debatable, is because Allah Ta'ala says uh, in Surah A'raf, ayah number 155, uh, Allah Ta'ala says what? That uh, in a dua, the believers uh, making this dua, saying what? Uh, excuse me, uh, Musa is making the, the, the dua, saying what? And you are the best of those who uh, forgive. So this is in the plural. You are the best of forgivers. So now Allah Ta'ala, therefore, is one of the forgivers. Does this make it a name of Allah? Does it not? And so uh, different people will debate about this. But anyway, it's saying that you are the best of forgivers, implying that Allah Ta'ala in, indeed is uh, a ghafir, but there are other people who forgive naturally. We, uh, as human beings, have the ability to forgive as well. Uh, so these are, you could say, one time or two times this name of Allah comes up. As for al-ghafar, it shows up five times in the Qur'an. Three times occurring next to the name of Allah, al-aziz. Al-Aziz meaning the mighty. And so what is the, par- what is the correlation between Allah Ta'ala being mighty and forgiving over and over and over again? Well, it's implying that despite Allah Ta'ala's ability to punish, he is Aziz, he is mighty, he has the ability to punish, and yet he forgives repeatedly over and over and over again. In other words, a person might unfortunately get the, impl- get the uh, idea in their head that I've made so many mistakes uh, maybe God can't keep up, maybe God is unable to, or he's not paying attention, or maybe a few of them slipped. Whatever the case is, he might be thinking to himself, you know, oh, that's why I'm not being punished. And so, no, Allah Ta'ala is fully uh, aziz, but he is ghaffar uh, uh, as well. He lets it go over and over again. So, subhanAllah, never uh, get it, um, never mistake kindness for weakness, simply put. Uh, and in terms of the name of uh, al-ghaffar, it occurs twice by itself. 
uh, in the Quran. Now, in terms of uh, a hadith, we know that the Prophet, when he was, uh, as Aisha says, كَانَ إِذَا تَضَوَّرَ مِنَ الْلَيْلِ When the Prophet would writhe in pain, the pain of hunger. So the Prophet, you can imagine, the Prophet, the best of creation, and subhanAllah, there are nights where he's going to bed hungry and he's turning and tossing in his sleep because of the pain of hunger at night. قال, he would say what? لا إله إلا الله الواحد القهار رب السماوات والأرض وما بينهما العزيز الغفار. He would make this dua saying, there is no God but Allah, the one, the irresistible. He's the Lord of the heavens and the earth and all that is between them. And he is the Almighty and the oft forgiven. الغفار, the one who forgives over and over and over again. Now, as for the name of Allah, Al-Ghafoor, it uh, occurs 91 times. So, subhanAllah, look at the difference. The first one was like, you could say, uh, one, once or twice. The second one, five times. Now, this time, 91 times, emphasizing that Allah Ta'ala forgives huge sins. Al-Ghafoor, you could translate as the all-forgiving, the one who forgives big sins, subhanAllah. 72 times it occurs next to uh, uh, the name of Allah, Ar-Rahim. So, Ghafoor Rahim, Ghafoor Rahim. You hear this over and over in the Qur'an. He is the all-forgiving and the most merciful. And twice, it's in the reverse. Two, two times, it's Ar-Rahim Al-Ghafoor. So, subhanAllah, maybe we'll have to do some tafsir and look at those ayat, why they're special. But, subhanAllah, Ghafoor Rahim is the standard, and then twice you have Ar-Rahim Al-Ghafoor, meaning, uh, uh, you know, the most merciful and the all-forgiving. What is the implication between the correlation? Well, why, why are these two correlated with one another? Ghafoor implies that he covers our mistakes with forgiveness, and Rahim is for Allah's mercy in rewarding our deeds, no matter how small or insignificant they may be. You have to keep in mind that Allah Ta'ala is very merciful for accepting our deeds when they are full of mistakes and when they are very small in nature. And yet, subhanAllah, he's so Rahim, he's so merciful, that he will even accept our little good, and he will, he's so Ghafoor that he will forgive our huge mistakes. SubhanAllah, you can see a, hu- a beautiful correlation between these two names. As for this name, the name of Allah, Al-Aziz Al-Ghafoor, it occurs twice in the Qur'an. Again, the concept being what? Despite the ability to punish, he forgives even huge sins. And four times the names of Allah, Al-Afu Al-Ghafoor. Al-Afu is the pardoner. Uh, uh, and so what is the correlation between these two? Well, subhanAllah, there's a few comments in the Qur'an. Excuse me, there's a few comments from various scholars that say, what is the, what, what's the significance of Al-Afu and Al-Ghafoor? What's the difference between them? Because if you're the pardoner and you're the forgiver, well, what's the difference? They're pardoning, forgiving. Seems like the same thing. Alam, but it seems that there are a few comments on this. Afu is to erase a sin like it never happened, whereas Ghafoor is to cover the sin, so it's still recorded, but it's sealed away and covered. So perhaps this is in reference to Judgment Day, uh, that on Judgment Day you get your book of deeds, and you see that certain deeds that you did, they're just completely off the page. They're just erased entirely, versus other ones are kind of like blotted out, you know how, uh, you know, redacted, just these lines over top of it, they've been covered over. Allah Alam, it could be, that, that could be one difference. A second one is what? Afu is when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala overlooks your mistakes by no merit of your own, whereas Ghafoor is when your forgiveness comes because you repented or because you did good deeds. So, you see, you know, you, you, know, you did something wrong, and then you repent for it, or you do good deeds to blot it out, and then this is Allah Ta'ala, then therefore shows his maghfirah. And then sometimes you do a bad deed, and there's no good deed to counter it, and there's no repentance to counter it. And Allah Ta'ala is afu, he just lets it go anyway. SubhanAllah, this is Allah's incredible mercy, and uh, his ability to pardon is truly remarkable. And the third possibility is what? Afu is uh, when your sins uh, are erased, either through a punishment or without one. So sometimes the way your sins get erased is what happens, is that uh, uh, something bad happens to you, you get sick. We know the hadith that mentioned that when a, the believer is sick, you know, the, the sins are falling off of them like a, a, a tree, you know, when the leaves are falling. You know, in the fall time, you see just the wind blows and a bunch of leaves come off. So imagine when a person is sick, going through hardship, you have all these 
evil deeds falling off of this person because of the hardship. So this could be a reference to afu. Sometimes Allah Ta'ala punish, uh, forgives just due to mercy, and other times because you're going through some sort of hardship, whereas ghafur implies that the sin was covered over and no punishment was inflicted. So, wallahu alam, these are different opinions, but the point is that at the end of the day, Allah Ta'ala is al-afu, al-ghafur, he is pardoning and he is forgiving. Also, you find three times in the Qur'an, ghafurun shakur. You find that Allah Ta'ala describes himself as ghafur and shakur. Ghafur meaning the all-forgiving, and shakur being the uh, appreciative, the most appreciative. Why? Because he forgives your sins and because he's appreciative of your good deeds. So these two coming together is truly beautiful. Why? Because we're always falling between either doing good deeds or bad deeds, good deeds or bad deeds. And so subhanAllah, when it comes to our bad, alhamdulillah, we have the ability to repent and Allah is all forgiving. When it comes to our good, Allah is extremely appreciative. So whatever good we do, it's insignificant, it's small. Uh, you know, it's on whatever, with whatever measly capacity we have, and yet Allah Ta'ala is extremely appreciative. Shakur is the hyperbolized form. So subhanAllah, three times these two names come together. And then you have Al-Ghafur Al-Halim, shows up six times in the Qur'an. What is the significance here? Twice, by the way, the order is switched. So it's Al-Halim Al-Ghafur. Ghafur meaning the all-forgiving, Halim being uh, uh, the, 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 the most um, uh, forbearing. Forbearing meaning, you know, patience and, you know, tolerating. So what is the implication here? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is so patient with his slaves and he, accepts their, the, and he accepts their repentance even if it took a long time to repent and even if the sin was huge. So subhanAllah, imagine a person does a great, huge, evil deed. We're talking, uh, I don't know, uh, theft or murder or the worst of all, shirk, right? So these huge, evil deeds. And subhanAllah, Allah ta'ala is halim. He allows this abd, he allows this slave to keep on going on and on and on even with all this sin, even though he is not repenting. And you might say to yourself, subhanAllah, why doesn't Allah Ta'ala take this person to account? Why doesn't Allah Ta'ala punish him immediately? And who knows, maybe 10 years down the line, 20 years down the line, this person's finally going to turn back to Allah Ta'ala, and then Allah Ta'ala will forgive this huge evil sin. And this explains what? Ghafurun halim, that Allah Ta'ala is the all-forgiving and forbearing, waiting for that, page, for that repentance to finally come. And, of course, there is one time in the Qur'an, al-ghafurul wadud, mentioned, of course, in Surah Al-Buruj, ayah number 14. And this is meaning what? That Allah Ta'ala is the all-forgiving and the most loving. SubhanAllah. It could be the case that a person forgives somebody and yet they're still mad at them deep down, right? This happens all the time. You know, a person does me wrong and then they say, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have done that. I say, look, it's okay. I forgive you. I let it go. But deep down, there's still that bitterness inside. I don't see them in the same light. I, st- I have some sort of, you know, uh, anger and animosity towards that individual. And so what is Allah Ta'ala telling us? Allah Ta'ala is saying, no, 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 when I forgive, when you repent to me, you know, uh, the, the expression goes, At-ta'ibu habibullah, that the, the repenter or the one who turns back to Allah, he's beloved to Allah. It's not just that Allah is tolerating that person saying, okay, I'll let it go, but I'm still mad. No, rather Allah is al-ghafur al-wadud. You do a big mistake, Allah Ta'ala forgives that big mistake and loves you, and loves you intensely without holding on to any uh, sort of bitterness, you could say. So we should remember at the end of our salah, every time we pray salah, we know that the, the Prophet ﷺ was asked by Abu Bakr al-Siddiq, he said what? He said, O Messenger of Allah, teach me a dua that I can make and I can call upon Allah in my prayer. So at the end of the prayer, he taught him at the end of your uh, near the, nearing the end of your tashahud, you could, uh, you could say what? Qul, say, Allahumma inni zalamtu nafsi zulman kathiran wa la yaghfiru dhunuba illa ant faghfir li maghfiratam min indik wa rahamni innaka anta al-ghafur rahim Beautiful dua, which means what? Oh Allah, I have done great injustice to myself and none except you forgives sins. So bestow on me 
a forgiveness from you, exclusively and specifically from you, and have mercy on me, you are the all-forgiving and the most merciful. So subhanAllah is a beautiful hadith in Sahih Bukhari uh, mentioning this beautiful dua that we should make. And unfortunately, I think a lot of us, when we make this dua, we've said it so many times that we don't really pay attention to what we're saying. Maybe we learned it as kids and we just kind of say the words. But subhanAllah, you know, take a second to actually pay attention to what you're saying. You're acknowledging that you've wronged yourself, that you've done injustice to yourself due to the major sins that you've done. And you're recognizing that ultimately, yes, human beings can say, oh, it's okay, I let it go or this. But ultimately, the true forgiveness comes from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The real forgiveness comes from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And you're the only one that can truly let this go and wash away my sin and clean my heart. And so you're making this beautiful dua, acknowledging that, oh Allah, please, for, uh, oh Allah, forgive me. Why? Because you are the most forgiving and the most merciful. Now, we should remember that if we're going to follow the sunnah of the Anbiya, we know that when it comes to the Anbiya, uh, Adam, alayhi salam, he repented to Allah Ta'ala, as mentioned in Surah Al-A'raf, ayah number 23. Nuh, alayhi salam, asked Allah Ta'ala for forgiveness in Surah Hud, ayah number 47. Ibrahim salam in Surah Ibrahim, ayah number 41, asked for Allah's forgiveness. We find that Musa salam both in Surah Taha, ayah number 151, and in Surah Qasas, ayah number 16. We know that Dawood salam and Sulaiman salam both made dua and asked forgiveness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, both in Surah Sad, one in ayah number 24, and the other in ayah number 35. We know that the Prophet mentioned that he asks Allah for forgiveness. He says, Astaghfirullah, asking Allah Ta'ala for forgiveness 100 times in a day. This is something that is normal and consistent for the Prophet So how is it that any of us could say that we are following the example of the Anbiya and yet at the same time, how, how can we have the audacity, you could say, or the gall to say, oh, yes, I take Adam salam, and Nuh salam, and Ibrahim and Musa and Dawood and Sulaiman and the Prophet salam, I take all of them as my prophets, as my uh, examples, as my role models. And yet I'm not asking Allah Ta'ala for forgiveness. Why would Allah Ta'ala emphasize this so much? For the simple, obvious reason that this should be part of our lives. We know that the Prophet said so many beautiful ways that you can be forgiven. In addition to asking for forgiveness, embracing Islam erases the sins that you did prior to becoming a Muslim. You start like a newborn baby. You're start, you're, you're, you have a new, new start, a fresh start to your life. Making wudu every day is something that expiates the sins. And we should always remember this. I've mentioned this in different talks before, but I'll mention this again, how important it is that when you're making wudu, take the time to think about what you're doing. Don't just splash around uh, you know, uh, completely uh, mindlessly. Rather, say to yourself, okay, Ya Allah, I know I did lots of sins with my hands, so I'm washing those away. Wash your face, and you're thinking to yourself, Ya Allah, things that I looked at, right? Maybe uh, madmada, right? Washing out your mouth, things that are evil, things that I spoke. Clearing out your nose, you're thinking to yourself, Ya Allah, let me smell the fragrance of paradise, right? When you're uh, wiping the head, evil thoughts that I had, right? Your arms, whatever work that I did, maybe whatever money I spent that was not for your sake, Ya Allah, forgive me. And then washing out, clearing out the ears, same thing, whatever evil I listened to. Washing of the feet, Ya Allah, anywhere that I went, anywhere that I walked to, that may have, uh, you know, uh, I've had the wrong intentions and I did so sinfully. Oh Allah, forgive me. If you have this as a habit, thinking about uh, your sins and repenting to Allah, subhanAllah, this becomes much more than just some physical act of, you know, moving water around over your body, or let's say the physical act of removing some sort of filth. This becomes a spiritual cleansing in addition to that. SubhanAllah, something to definitely take seriously. Furthermore, I mean, there's so many hadith. Uh, the Prophet says, praying five times a day. It's like bathing in a deep river five times a day. How could a person be dirty if they are, are, are taking showers five times a day? Charity extinguishes sins like water does to fire. SubhanAllah, you want to be forgiven for your sins? 
pour, like think about the, the bucket of water and how much charity money you're giving, uh, you know, $5, maybe $50, maybe $100, maybe $1,000. You want the bigger bucket, right, to dump out onto that big fire, whatever evil sin that you did. You want a big bucket to extinguish that evil. Inshallah ta'ala, the bigger, the more charity you can give, the better. Uh, in terms of fasting the month of Ramadan, obviously uh, a hadith mentioning that this is something those who have the... Uh, if they have full faith and full expectation of Allah Ta'ala to forgive them and they do so sincerely, they'll be forgiven. An accepted hajj, uh, visiting the sick. And subhanAllah, uh, one very important hadith, what? Never forget this hadith, that follow up an evil deed with a good one to wipe it out. So in addition to asking Allah for forgiveness, you say, Ya Allah, okay, let me, you know, before I come home today, uh, after work or after school, I'm going to swing by the masjid. Right, I'm going to catch the salah in jama'ah. I'm going to give $5 in charity. I'm going to do something good. Maybe I'll, whatever it may be. I want to do some little extra good. Why? Because I know I did a little extra bad. So make this habit of not only asking for forgiveness, but also trying to erase or try to follow up and uh, you know, outdo yourself. If you have a certain evil nature, try to always make sure that your good nature is outdoing and uh, you know, beating and superseding that evil nature. Yes. Um, what effect... Should this name have on us, we'll never think that you're beyond forgiveness. Oh, say, O my servant who has transgressed against themselves by sinning, never despair in the mercy of Allah. Indeed, Allah forgives all sins. He is the all-forgiving, the most merciful. Beautiful ayah uh, mentioning what? You're not allowed to ever think I'm beyond Allah's forgiveness. Who are you? How evil do you think you are? How much evil do you think you could do, subhanAllah, to act like, you, you know, uh, uh, you know, obviously Allah has the highest of examples, but, you know, you, you give the example of, you know, when you download so much information that it breaks the server, right? Obviously Allah Ta'ala is beyond any analogy, but still, just the idea that I've done so much evil that I, 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 I outdid Allah's mercy. Get over yourself. <laughs> you know, uh, so lo- the only way that uh, uh, you would be in danger uh, is if you just simply don't tap into that mercy, if you refuse that mercy, if you are arrogant, if you turn your back to that mercy. But the moment you turn to that mercy and repent to Allah and try to become a better person, then never think that your uh, whatever evil you can do is somehow going to uh, overload Allah Ta'ala's mercy. It's, it's un- unrealistic. We know the story of the man who killed 99 people, and then when he was told, you can't be forgiven, he killed 100 people. And then just by him having the intention to change his life and to go to a different city and have a fresh start, just that intention itself was what? Enough for him to be forgiven, subhanAllah. We know the hadith, uh, uh, it's the last hadith in Arba'in al-Nawi, the, the, the collection, Imam al-Nawi's collection of hadith. Ya ibn Adam, law balagat dhunubuka anan al-sama'i thumma staghfartani. O son of Adam, were your sins to reach the clouds of the sky, then you sought forgiveness from me, I would forgive you, and I would not mind. Imagine filling the entire earth with sin, and then the second layer, and third layer, and the layers got so much of the entire earth being filled with sin that they reached the, 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 the skies. Can a human being do such a thing? It's, no, it's too imaginable, unimaginable, it's too innumerable. And yet Allah is saying, I could even forgive that. So as long as you keep turning back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And so... Uh, we should remember that yes, even though shirk is the one uh, major, the, the biggest sin in Islam, even that is forgivable if you die, if you don't die before you've repented from it. You can still repent from shirk. That indeed Allah does not forgive uh, shirk or associating partners with him, but he forgives what is lesser than that for whom he wills. But the fact of the matter is, this is for those who have already passed away and died upon shirk. 
even of, as we know, most of the Sahaba were, they were people who committed shirk and they all repented. So even the greatest sin, as long as you turn back and embrace Islam, then subhanAllah, Allah Ta'ala even forgives the worst of the worst. And we should remember, last, last point, I know this is going long, but the last point I want to mention is what? How should it affect us? How should this name of Allah, Allah's forgiveness, for, affect us? Just as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will, exp, ex, uh, will, uh, will hide and cover, and we want Allah ta'ala to hide and cover and forgive our ugly deeds, then we should hide and cover the ugly deeds of our brothers and sisters in, in Islam, in this dunya, so that we can be covered on Judgment Day. Uh, as Allah Ta'ala says, what? Uh, Say, O Muhammad to those who have believed that they should forgive those who uh, don't have hope or expectation of the days of Allah Ta'ala so that they may uh, recompense a people, so that he may recompense a, uh, recompense a people for what they used to earn. So in other words, you should make an effort to forgive others even if they are believers, disbelievers, uh, inshallah ta'ala, you should try to be the type of person that tries to forgive others and be a merciful person. May Allah ta'ala have mercy on all of us. Jazakul khair. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.